Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! The dead silence lead-in is lovely. There, there you mm-hmm. go. So, hi, welcome to TFLP. I'm Lucas. I am joined tonight by Anna. Good evening. And Catherine. Hello. And Phil. Howdy. And Peter. Forever Destron. So, welcome, guys. Um, I'm excited to, uh, have Peter back here. It's been a minute, uh, with your work schedule and, uh, everything. You haven't been able to make it on in a while. So Peter, real quickly, before we get into things, what is it like being a South American prison for the last six months? It's, it's, I mean, they let us out occasionally to do cocaine mostly because it's why I'm here. Um, yeah. buy, sell trade. That's what we do. Sure. You know, I hear you. I hear you. When in Rome. It was nice that they let you take that field trip to TFCon a couple weeks ago. They know he ha- he'll come back to keep funding that the toy addiction. A mule, a mule is a mule. I'm here to I'm here to work. I'm here to help. Yeah. There you go. Peter was and I'm not like sure helping aware of the mob ties that Rosemont, Illinois has, but they're significant. I, I I actually am. I actually yeah. I have fun stories about that, but that's not for tonight's show. That's for for anime, FYLP. There, there you go. Yeah, Peter was helping each one of our booths like during TFCon. You're like kind of going back and forth, uh, helping where you can. So we appreciate that. I I no joke. I'm here to help. I, I I'm. I, I'm too like flighty and I, I can't sit still long enough, but I will help. If I move from table to table, it doesn't impact me as, as hard as it does. So yeah, helped unload. Help. I even appreciated your help, even though I was just like on fire behind my table, not realizing anyone existed, but <laughs> it's a good day. And now TFCon is going to be in your backyard next year. I'm going to have a table. I'm going to sell a bunch of crap. Look at my big crap room, everyone. There's a bunch of crap and a bunch of crap. Here's some crap over here. Oh, big piles of boxes of crap. Oh, there's some crap. You like crap? It's, it's I saw crap. an Omega I screen. I see your crap. That'd be pretty impressive. I feel, like, I feel like you could easily have like the entire area where all of us were dedicated to selling. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not selling everything or anything like that. I'm not selling. No, of course not. I'm, I'm selling the retirees. If 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 they're retired and and they have no place in the open display, they gotta go. Gotta go. I agree Peter, with that. If you are selling quote unquote crap, you are gonna be having the shiniest turds on that show floor. Sure enough. 
Yeah, it seemed a lot of a lot of mid level, low to mid level stuff moved, and all the high end stuff, with the exception of one table, which we don't need to get into. Uh, all the high end stuff just kind of sat. I would yeah, say that, the, yeah. The high end rare stuff moved. The high end sort of recent things that are not so rare, just expensive, those did not move. Which I had a lot of at my table, so. <laughs> But I feel like that that's normally the case. I don't know. I always feel like selling it at cons that, that I don't know, like between 50 and 150, whatever type of price point around there, like that it sells really well. If you have stuff above that, it, you know, people are taking a, a harder look at it. Cause I think that, the higher end stuff, like you may only have the, like, like your budget is not infinite. So, you know, you may only mm-hmm. buy one thing if it's like really expensive compared to multiple things that it's not. So In and that's always my policy. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta manage your budget. Case in point in 1998, I went to Transcon three in Toledo and I spent $1,200 in the first 30 minutes and I was 17 years old I saved a lot and then it was all gone and I was like, Oh, well fuck. I mean, Oh heckles. I don't know what to do for the rest of the weekend. Good times. Well, and unfortunately the ATM machine like ran out of money immediately at the hotel. Right. Like, I mean, this always always, happens. Always. It's always the case. So, but anyway, so ouch, uh, my wallet. Yeah. Tonight, uh, what are we? Five Oh three or something like that. Um, so we're doing a little bit different show. We're just going to combine all of our shows since it's Wednesday night. You're like, Oh, you know, there, there hasn't really been anything going on too crazy in transformers land. I guess, um, we have been getting, uh, you know, some pictures of uh, star saber and, uh, victory Leo kind of popping up a little bit. And I guess there's like some air razor or something. What what's this air razor like? Is this a official or third party? What it what is it? It's a bird character that turns okay. into a robot. Okay. It's, the, it's allegedly <laughs> the rise of the bests air razor, and best. she looks great. It's crazy. Good. Doesn't look like a movie figure at all. Looks like a mainline figure. But can we complain if they actually look good? So great. This is how they're going to reel us in. Like, every time we're like, Peter and I swear off movie stuff. Like, we're not buying that crap again. You're not going to get me this time, Hasbro. And then it's like, oh, wait, it looks good. New Transformers. The only thing that I looked at her and thought it kind of looks like a movie figure is she has helicopter robot feet. Like, her feet look like they go on a helicopter robot. And it's just like, why would that happen? Well, in the movie verse, that kind of stuff happens all the time. So that just tells me maybe it really is. And she just has such a, a normal looking face. Like if the movie characters went to having normal faces, I would be so thrilled. It would, it would be such, if just being able to emote with a face that isn't like 14,000 greebles, like, yeah. like that. There are a lot of those toys that have looked really good, but it was just hard to get past the face. Sorry, I like was sitting there like I keep hearing like whatever pinging or whatever in the background. I'm like, what the heck's going on? So anyway, nevertheless, 
All right, so I guess, was there anything, uh, any other topics we want to discuss before we get into oofing? I'm okay just going straight into oofing, actually. Okay. So, Anna, I, I'm always curious what kind of crazy stuff you're going to, you know, bring to the format like this. This is like the time for you to shine, right? It, it is. And I'm going to, like, not shine tonight. <laughs> like, I mean, it's still going to be stuff that you don't have and that you don't want. So it'll be good enough. Sorry, I needed hydration. Okay. Do you want me to go first then? Sure. All right. I'm going to talk about a figure that's getting quite a bit of negative press. And that is one of our two lovely crossover figures that was recently put out by the old Hasbro. The G.I. Joe crossover, All Striker Bumblebee. That's right. I'm going to talk about a figure that everybody's dissing right now really hard on the internet. Did, did you actually and it's going to be it fun. Or... Well, so, thing is, like, I see this box, right? This box is beautiful, isn't it? That's like, really look cool. at that cool art. And you get the cool actual art of the All-Striker. Then for some reason, you have a picture of Stalker just kind of hanging out there as his actual toy picture. As if that's a see-through thing, but it's not. I don't know what they were doing. And They're hearkening a- back to the old package. They are. That's true. Nice box on the back. And I was all excited. I was like, hey, they got rid of that annoying, like, just plain cardboard packaging I've been seeing a lot lately. They went back to a really pretty premium package that's cool well the the joke's on me because what you do is you just take the cover off and underneath is a plain cardboard package <laughs> <laughs> that just says like gi joe transformer collaborative that's it at least, at least the outside looks cool yeah that outside is really nice really nicely done box and it's got that kind of like perforated you know where it goes into itself that we're seeing like in the pictures of the star saber box and everything so i think it shows they can make they can still design really nice premium boxes and then they put them over the plain cardboard it's better than a black sleeve (laughs) over the black sleeve like at least that's over it instead of the black sleeve being over the you know the good stuff yes so I, I like it, and, you know, I guess the kind of the good thing is I can get rid of the big, bulky cardboard box, and I can just keep that if I really want to, if I want to keep that cool, unique Bumblebee art. So this is a weird crossover figure, right? Because not only is Bumblebee a strange fit for a green Jeep Madoodle, but also, you know, Stalker's not really the right guy to go with it, but he's fine. Like, it's cool that he's here. I didn't open mine yet because I don't know if I'm going to because I actually have G.I. Joe style figures that I want to use with it instead. So I don't know. Like he's cool, but Stalker's uh, great. Always worth an open. Yeah, I probably will. I, I, I like him. He is nice looking. He looks a lot. His figure I think has kept a lot better than the Baroness figure that came with the Megatron. I don't I don't have that one. I'm not gonna get it because I heard all the negative press about that one as well. But um, yeah, so here he is. And here's the actual figure right now. It is in the All Striker mode. You can see that it is being piloted by the proper pilot of the All Striker, Ed Bison. As, as you know, the truly Street Fighter characters are the ones to belong. 
just like the cartoon. Just like the cartoon, yes. <laughs> Vice and joins G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's exactly right. how the Street Fighter plot works. So yeah, I have my old ancient Street Fighter crossover figure in here. I actually have his Jeep too, um, but it's in the closet. And yeah, so everybody has been online talking about how like, you know, how this figure is mediocre, how it's not very good, how the crossovers are a big disappointment, yada, 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 yada. And honestly, like, I think this is one of those deals. Like, there are certain genres of video games that, like, they always, the reviews are always, like, 60s and 70s, but I love them anyway. I think that's what this is, because I absolutely love this thing. It is fun. The fact that it is a pilotable vehicle that fits G.I. Joe size figures, meaning it'll also fit a lot of my Legends figures in it, as well as pilots. That's a fun play pattern. Unfortunately, just like when I was a tiny child and I tried it, Action Masters do not quite fit in G.I. Joe vehicles. Their footholds are just a little teeny bit too small for the G.I. Joe stuff. But I tried it again, just in case it had changed. I love the last many years. I had to. That was one of my biggest excitements was to put them in it. But playing the Street Fighter guys in it is just as fun. Um, it is, like... This is a really, once I transformed it, it is a really solid little all-striker. Like, it looks just like the original. I'm going to say it's quite a bit heavier than the original um, figures were because it is pretty heavy in general. It has the playability that the original had. It has various places to put your G.I. Joe feet on the side so they can stand on the side of the car to pilot the gun, pilot the gun, operate the gun, um, to sit in the two seats. It's really, you know... It really is just you know, all striker toy until you turn it around to the back. And then it's like, what? What is this Bumblebee ass doing here? Why is the world with this turn to Bumblebee? Whatever. I like that it's Bumblebee's car ass, but upside down. <laughs> it's like you got the, the rear window and, and the where the head goes and everything. Bumper, taillights. I mean, it's, it's, it's that's that. But there you go. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's really goofy. But, yeah, that's his chest, and it just goes on the back. And I almost feel like, like, listen to you that talked me into opening this, because I was like, I'm not going to open it, because it's going to be as bad as the Megatron was, and it's going to be a disappointment. A review I listened to mentioned that this actually is a great example of something that transforms from one thing into another. And you don't see the robot in this at all. Like, it really is just an All-Striker toy with just like, oh, there's a Transformers logo on the back. Why is it an Autobot All-Striker? Oh, well, whatever. And if you look at the bottom, it's like, oh, there's his hands and stuff. But other than that, it cleans up really well. It looks really nice. And the transformation was actually really cool. It's kind of complicated. It's like alternator complicated. Right. It's like complicated in that it's still fun and still kind of impressive, but not to the point where you're like sweating afterwards and you regret the last 30 minutes of your life. It's not bad at all. And the actual um, figure, it's really fun to play with as well. It's a little it's a little back heavy. It's a little unstable. It's a little wobblier than I would like it to be. But overall, I'm really happy with this thing. Uh, it's a lot of fun what do you think of the robot mode i like it i like it i'm going to try to transform it while i'm on here and watch myself be unable to because my hands are not very fast but 
I'll try to talk about that in a little bit once I transform it. Um, the robot mode is, it looks cool. It um, It's kind of strange looking. Like, it's not a normal proportion bumblebee. It has long arms and long hands. And it has the big wheels, kind of. The big wheels are, like, it's, like, in pictures. I thought they would be kibble that would make it on fun to play with. But they're just kind of kibble that makes it kind of amusing. Because it's, like, just giant wheels on them. And they don't go away because they're so freaking big. But they're fine. They're actually there. The only thing that's really bad about it, and this is a common complaint, is the roll cage doesn't fold up at all. It just sits on his back. And the bottom parts of the roll cage actually run into the backs of his legs. So he loses a lot of leg posability from the um, roll cage just being there. And there's not much you can do about it. Um, so was there uh, another All Striker that has been released recently? Like, I don't follow G.I. Joe at all. So I didn't know if they, like, released one in the three and three quarter line that you could just, like, go pick up from Walmart. <laughs> They did so, uh, back in 2020. It was a modern retro Ostriker with a crankcase, but he had a beard. But he had a beard in 25th. I don't know. Crankcase is supposed to just have a little mustache. Okay. But they gave him a beard. Yeah. So I looked on Amazon, right? When I was like, I was like, how much am I going to regret this if the Amazon price is already cheaper? And you can buy that one for $35 on Amazon right now. So the thing is, like, you wouldn't buy this if you just wanted an All-Striker. You definitely shouldn't buy this if you just want a Transformer. The only reason to get this is if you want a Transformer and a G.I. Joe Play vehicle. Mm -hmm. That is the only place this really has. Now, the thing is, for me, like, I have enough small toys that I'm going to be able to put in this. You know, I'm going to be able to play with all my Legends figures. Right. That I don't mind the fact that it's G.I. Joe vehicle. Right. Well, Legends I mean, fit in it, you say. <laughs> I thought so. I need to try. I haven't tried yet, but I bet a bunch of them do. Well, I mean, I've enjoyed a lot of the crossover uh, figures that they've done, especially in the beginning. Like, I feel like some of the recent ones I haven't been as enamored by. And, like, the G.I. Joe, like, that Megatron his tank, I'm just like, ah, no, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, the Megatron head sink looks genuinely quite bad. And the reason it looks bad is it's all hollow and crappy. Like, the, I just could never see the reason to turn that into Megatron. Because it's a bad Megatron. Um, but as far as this goes, I think it is a unique and serviceable robot that turns into a not unique but still serviceable All-Striker. The Megatron just seems like it is hard to transform. It doesn't look good in Megatron mode. It just it has a lot of really bad things about it. And this one, I would say, honestly, doesn't. Like, nothing has made me unhappy in this figure yet. I have the Megatron. I haven't opened it. I forgot to cancel the pre-order. That's I what canceled- happened with this. Yeah, I canceled the pre-order on that, but for I thought I I thought I had done it for the Megatron. Um, those, I'm not doing those. I'm I'm just I'm gonna sell the Megatron. I would never display it as Megatron because in my Joe display they don't have Transformers just hanging out, and in my Transformer display Joes are out of scale. So I would just have it in in vehicle mode, and I already have a dozen his tanks. I already have three Ostrikers. I don't need 
an Ostriker that just also happens to be Bumblebee. If you look over here and I open the thing and I pull it out and knock 16 figures over and give me a half hour and uh, I'm regretting this. No. So. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Imagine. I don't have an Ostriker. <laughs> I can't imagine any like Joe collector would really want either of these because in vehicle mode, it looks just like the vehicles from the G.I. Joe line. So why would you pay so much for something that the, the transformation feature might not be that attractive to you? It's I will tell you why. Because you're getting your Baroness and you're getting your Stalker, and both of those are essential characters. <sighs> these Did are they not really come out otherwise? Bad molds of them, though. Also, if you're just a casual, that's awesome. I remember both of those shows. I liked those yeah. both as a kid. Yeah, if you only own a few toys instead of hundreds or thousands or millions ever how many we're all at at this point I, I don't know I haven't seen all the critiques of Bumblebee but the critiques of, of Megatron is that he feels cheap and hollow so to me I would feel bad if a, a casual collector bought that because they'd be like oh is this what 80 bucks buys me these days they don't know. this does not <laughs> feel worth it they don't know better they're going to play with it once and put it on a shelf I I don't know. I, I hear you, but at the same time, I, I feel like it would turn off a repeat buyer. No, you're you're both right. I think it could turn off a repeat buyer, but they also don't know. Yeah. What store is carrying them? Um, Amazon and Pulse. I know that much. Are any in-person stores carrying them? GameStop might eventually, but I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen anything online saying that they do. Yes, yeah, and I'm going to say to all of you, like, if you see me playing this and you hear me talking about it and think, you know what, Anna's right, this is actually pretty cool, and you're still kind of on the fence, though, like, I have a very strong suspicion this is going to be the um, next, oh my god, I forgot its name, the X, X-tickle, the, the X-Men one. X-Pans. What the heck did they name that thing? X-Pans. Oh, X-Pans, yes, yeah. X-Pans. I think this is going to be the next X-Pans. Or it's $15? I think this is going to be a totally serviceable fun thing that is going to go in clearance super duper cheap and then once they've completely sold Honestly. out they'll be 250 dollars a piece yes of course like that is the way of all these things oh is it actually valuable now for like a profit i don't even know if i can actually put all the pieces together but you know like all the little slugs that it came with and everything oh, if i can yeah. find all that but my ex-pants came crushed it was crushed in the oh, box. The shipper was fine. And I was going to order another and like return the one because at one point it was out of stock and then it came back in stock and then it went on super clearance. And I was just like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then I never got to it. And now I just don't care. Yeah. So my experience yeah. is somewhere. The experience is not that great of a toy, you know, really. That's fine. Look at that's fine. That's fine. Here's the movie. In his robot mode, I like it is goofy, right? Like this thing, like the arms are too long, the head looks kind of the head's really good, but it it's kind of dead and drone like, which is gonna get into my head cannon here in a second. The yeah, feet, like I love the feet. Eyes. 
After G.I. Joe blew up Bumblebee and G.I. Joe versus the Transformers issue one, they rebuilt him as an awe striker. Alt alt continuity. Oh, my God. And he's dead. He's just dead. He's just a drone. They just, like, move him around. He's just a mech. That's right. It's good, and it's great. So I love the feet. Like, they're just the, you know, they're just the seats folded up. They don't have, um, he doesn't have ankle tilt. He does have wrist swivel. But he doesn't have ankle tilt. Um, he has pretty much good articulation. You know, his head moves left and right. Um, his waist swivels. He's got full arms and leg articulation. The only thing that really messes with it is just the legs can't go very far back because, bam, roll cage is in the way. And it folds up very minimally, like kind of like that. And that's all you get out of it. <laughs> that's the only problem with it. And literally in the instruction it advises you that the roll cage can in fact come off you can in fact take this you can just pull this piece off and that makes him a better toy (laughs) but unlike other toys where you like take off the roof and turn it into a shield you take that off and throw it this makes me think that it wasn't designed by the Hasbro Takara normal team. It, it it feels like they punted it like when the Platinums were made or Titaniums, and they were like, "Hey, other team that's not on Transformers normally make this," and they were like, "Okay, that's why some of the Titaniums aren't great." I know everybody online's been saying they think that the Joe team made these. That would make sense. That that's what that looks and... like. It looks like. Yeah. Someone's not into the normal Transformers engineering gang is just like, we can do this. It looks like they hired yeah, people like, from Cyberverse, like brought over a Cyberverse intern over to help. You know, this really reminds it me of... It transforms. It reminds me of the Star Wars crossover figures a little bit. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't cuss at it that hard. That's rough, man. <laughs> Damn. Star Wars crossover figures coming soon to a booth of Peter's at TFCon. <laughs> I mean, check it out, though. Check out Bison operating that cannon. That is so cool. It's like Human Alliance, but there's good toys that can ride them. Because Human Alliance was like, hey, you get these little turns that can pilot your Transformer guns. But Looks now like it's like... Monetized. With, yeah, they have like Toy Fair comic eyes where they're just like going all over the place. They were humorous at the time, but are they good? Absolutely not. But original, the original old O-Ray G.I. Joe figures, they are actually good toys. They are still good toys today. So yeah. you can have good toys pilot your Transformers. I, I like that. It, is that just it, cool. I like that it looks like right now that Bumblebee has a pet human. <laughs> and again, what did I say for that? Different. What again? What did you pay for that? So the retail on this thing is just under seventy. I'd pay forty-five for that. I'd pay slight. I'd pay like about sixty percent. If I can get that forty percent off, I feel like that would be the value I'd spend on it. So somewhere like Amazon does a good Black Friday sale on these. I yeah. really do like if you think you would have fun with this, I think you would have fun with this. And, and everything Peter, I saw po- about it. Everything I saw about it online told me Anna would have fun with this. This is an Anna toy. 
So I went ahead and opened it, and I'm very pleased that I did. This is a lot of fun. I don't think I would enjoy the Megatron because with the Bumblebee, you know, I can turn them around and look at the back. Not hollow. Look at the side. It's fine. You know, the Megatron, you can't do that. You do those things, and it's like, oh, God, <laughs> what's wrong with this toy? The only weird thing about it is, look how thin his legs are. <laughs> <laughs> thin. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It looks fine that way. It's just they're so thin. It's noteworthy. Oh, and if anyone can't tell, the thing is massive. Like, if you can't tell from... If you don't assume that I have the exact size hands of every other human, oh, it's that is very big. big. Wow. I mean, here's yeah. Alita. Like how they decided to pick like Bumblebee or whatever, and and even Megatron. Like, were they just like, oh, that's a main character? Like, let's like throw that in there. I I'm I'm chagrined by their choice of Megatron in particular because we've had examples of Shockwave and Soundwave his tanks before. Bumblebee makes mm-hmm. sense because hey, kids like Bumblebee. This will this will this will bring them all in. My Bumblebee brings all the boys to the yard, you know. Um, yes, yeah, so those seventy dollar like GI Joe crossovers. Like I'm sure that all the kids will want that. And that's one of the things. Like this is a great play figure, and I don't think kids are in a GI Joe right now. So, you know, the actual person this is targeted at. The actual person's target is literally me, the Transformers collector who really likes to play with their toys. This would be a great desk figure if it wasn't so damn big. I can't leave it on my desk because I need a desk. Yeah, I didn't realize how large he was until you you did that size comparison. That is substantial. I like that that it actually looks like a little platform for Bison to stand on back there, though. Well, that that yeah. does make him look a lot better that you put a, a figure with him. <laughs> yeah, you can have people ride on it. I'm gonna. I have more Street Fighter GI Joe figures. I was gonna sell them. I think I'm gonna keep them all so they can play with them. Now they have a place. <laughs> My cats are chasing each other, and it sounds like a home invasion. So I'm gonna be right back. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, so who wants so, to go so, next? Oh, sorry. Real Ryan. quickly, Peter Peter said, like, he wouldn't know where to display the Megatron because it wouldn't go in his Joe shelf and it wouldn't go in his Megatron shelf. But, I, I you know, we've got enough crossover toys now that right. I think a good amount of folks have a crossover shelf. And you know, I kind of had the same question about where the heck do I put, you know, Ectotron or, or Gigawatt. I have a crossover shelf, and yeah. I don't know if this will go with it. I think this might... I might just actually, I've been building a little set of like things that I see as humans piloting them against the Transformers. I might actually put that there and just be like, this is literally what Peter said. It is a drone built out of Bumblebee's corpse. I don't know. Like, I feel Bumblebee like... was rebuilt and came back later, of course, whatever. He's fine. But this is a Bumblebee drone. I, I feel like the uh, crossovers that were you know, remolds of existing like generations figures that those, you can kind of sneak them in there uh, into a regular shelf, but like these, I mean, they're just, it's built off the vehicle really more than it is off, you know, it's not going to be a, uh, like I'm assuming there's not going to be a remold or whatever of this, right. To something else. 
I could see them doing do side swipe. Yeah. I would, for a brief moment, I was thinking, what would happen if I use paint remover? Because every inch of yellow on this figure is paint. So what if I use paint remover and just made it into a green and gray figure and replaced the head with a hound head? And, you know, in my mind, I was thinking, well... That sure would make it look more coherent. I don't have a hound head that big just laying around. But it would, you know, it would be an easy way to fix it, quote unquote, into someone else. I'm going with the, like, this is literally a drone build to look like Bumblebee head cannon for myself. So I'm fine with it being like this. But if you wanted to, I don't think it would be that hard to just take the paint off, make it green, and hound it. Or paint the whole thing blue and make it Beachcomber. A lot of people are talking about how this would fit Beachcomber. It wouldn't from character-wise, but... No, with that cannon, Shattered Glass Beachcomber. There we go. Shattered Glass Beachcomber hates the environment and loves to shoot it with his (laughs) cannon. Pew, pew, pew. Stabbing the earth. I don't know. The the big bills kind of gives me a little bit of a Roadbuster vibe, too. That can almost see you try to turn it into some kind of roadbuster. Yeah, like if you replace the yellow with orange, I guess. Yeah. To make it robustery, that could be cool. Um well, I was just telling them while you were away, Peter, that the yellow is actually all paint. So if someone really wanted to get froggy with this, they could actually remove all the yellow with paint remover and go hound mode or beach cover mode or whatever they want to do. Brawn would look decent. Any one of those would be a good choice. Roadbuster, Beachcomber, Brawn, Hound. Yeah. Or Shattered no, Glass Beachcomber. Mm-hmm. What, what does Shattered Glass Beachcomber look like? The, the toy Anna just held up. Oh, I, I wasn't here. Do it again? We, no, we made it up. We were, Wait, we were oh, joking. you just, oh, yeah. I'm I, sorry. I'm spaced out. Sorry. sorry. that the vehicle would fit Beachcomber, kind of. But not the military aspect, but Shattered Glass Beach cover. Glass would be a, not a hippie, but a military. Shattered. Yes. Okay. I'm I'm yes. I'm, I'm back. We're like here. The blow up trees. Boo boo ba doo boo. All right. So I'm also kind of next. in the camp as a as somewhat of a Joe fan. I, the the choice of the awe striker just was disappointing to me. There's so many other cool Joe vehicles, and the awe striker is. I don't know. It's from the early Joe days when they were doing more realistic vehicles, and those were kind of boring to me. Give me a maggot. Yeah, the big freaking cannon. Out of the Yeah, I love the three vehicles. Yeah, there's all sorts of cool things you could do. I hope they continue. Like, I wish that the Megatron didn't suck. I wish the Megatron was like, you know, a $120 figure that was great instead of a $90 figure that is poop-tastic so that these would get good reviews and they would make another set because I would love to have, I would love to have that Megatron his tank. In fact, when it gets clearance to $30, I probably will, but I would love it to be good and have it. It's so fun. Such a cool ecosystem of toys. How long until we see the USS flag as a crowd crowd fun thing that you can also stand up and it's also broadside? Wink. It's twenty five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, I literally would not buy that, but 
I would like to see yours. I would use it as a bed. After, <laughs> I, after I you am... get kicked out of the house. Because I'm getting kicked out of my room. Exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can sleep in there with your stupid flag. Ooger. I mean, you say that like it's a bad thing. Phil, what'd you get? What do you what do you got to show off tonight? Um, so I was on the fence with uh, Alpha Trion here. I ordered it. I, I wasn't sure if you know I was going to keep it. I, I'd already sold Orion packs, trying to sell Victor Sigma because I just don't need a golden ball on my shelf. Um, and Alpha trying to surprise me at, at how kind of purdy he is. Um, you know, just looking at Alpha Trion toys from the day, like we've gotten very few Alpha Trion toys and they've been bad. So I wasn't happy at how much this was just a direct remold of, of Scourge and, and, and the sweeps, but in, in robot mode, it, it looks really, really good. And quite frankly, like, when am I going to display it in spaceship mode? Uh, you know, we've never even seen, or maybe we have, I don't know. But he doesn't have a very well-known uh, vehicle mode, alt mode. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much even now just more so talking myself into keeping this. Because it just, it just looks really, really good. And, and, and the, the remolding that they did from Scourge for the chest and the shoulders and all that stuff, like, this is... This stuff with the, the extra scourge kind of like wings. Um, Peter? I saw somebody remove their scourge wings and took the cape from the Starscream set, the King Starscream set, and just kind of yeah. plug, you can plug it in on his back. Oh. And it's pretty. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah, because these these things are kind of like, hey, let me just hide these. And it's like, oh, yeah, there he is. There's, there's Alpha Trion, like the perfection. And these things are like, yeah, it's a cape. Want to think so? Um, so, so I, I would say that's its biggest detractor. Um, but, but yeah, it's just it looks good, and it's it's got that that season two Transformers Cybertronian design to them that is really up my alley. Like all the Cybertronian kind of mole or designs we started getting with season two and definitely in season three are, are, are fun for me. Like all the little line details on his chest um, that they didn't really have to put in there, but they're there and they look really good. And then, you know, you got his little Fu Manchu, uh, you know, mustache beard thing. There is his kind of little crown. And yeah, I mean, we have not, I don't even think any third party has given us an alpha Trion that looks this this good and this nice and and the colors pop the colors really really pop this is not i can't think of that many or or or, or, you know at least any prominent transformers that have this color kind of color pattern and so uh even more so i think he's gonna stand out really nicely on a shelf i think part of it is is like a lot of these exclusives are just covered in paint and that helps immensely yeah yeah I mean, all the toys I have ready for... T- oh, who is that now? That's the third party Alpha Trion, but he has a crystal thing on his chest. I have this one somewhere in a box. He's okay. great, but he has this crystal thing on his chest that wasn't there in the cartoon, and when you pull it off, there's a nasty hole right in the center of his uh, torso. It's just like, uh, okay. Yeah. And that he's fine. It's also a third party uh, Iron Factory Alpha Trion. 
Oh yeah, I figured Iron Factory. I, I'm assuming they did a decent one. Um, that his design seems up their alley, especially the samurai samurai's thing. <laughs> um, Anna is now showing us a uh, her Bumblebee GI Joe with uh, which of the Seekers is that Nova Storm? That bit street. You're muted. Anna, you're muted. That's okay. I sarcastically said purple one. Oh, the purple one, yes. Not, it's not a purple, purple one, Skywarp. Um, yeah, purple rainstorm. Um, Ooh, lavender storm. Let's see if it's out there. Oh, yeah. Just name now. Lavender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to show Catherine. Bigger kid, in fact, piloted that gun pretty well. So, yeah, Legends of the got there. I don't know why I picked that one. How random. Ron said in the chat that Alpha Trine is what Red was made for. And, and, I agree you know, with I that. think there's a good argument for that. I think there's a really good argument for that. I will say, like, this is a darn good Alpha Trion toy. And, and, and you know, if you can get it for, for retail price still, I, I think he's sold out on Pulse. But if there's a way you can get it for, for fairly cheap, I'm sure some people want the Orion Packs and might not want Alpha Trion. I, I, would, I would recommend getting them because... Who knows if we will get a red Alpha Trion? Watch, we we'll get a Super Seven Alpha Trion that'll cost us sixty-five bucks. It'd be poop. Yeah, that's my argument with this thing. Is like I paid that much money for my Super Seven Ultimate Transformer, and it was just pure disappointment. I overpaid a little for this, but it's really fun, so it's okay. Kind of. Lucas, do you want to talk about his package mate since you're holding him up there? Yeah, I mean, Got he looks there. really good as well. I like the muted blue on it. It's like almost, I don't know, this like pastel blue. We've gotten uh, multiple Orion packs. It's like, how many have we gotten? Three, four? None of them counted until now. Yeah. And, uh, I disagree. So, okay, yeah, because we have the Power of the Primes one, right? Yep. That's my uh, favorite. We had the we thrilling have... 31 based on the comic look, yeah, which was a fun toy, but it looked weird. It was from Spotlight Optimus Prime or Spotlight Orion packs, yeah, yeah. And then we had the we cup remold from the two pack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's... and then the, the cup remold, the, the G1 cup toy remolded, uh, to be Orion packs. So this is what the fourth Orion packs official. The G1 one wasn't remolded, there was an add on head kit, but. It was okay. Just re cup redeco. You're right. Repaint. I apologize. Redeco. Repaint. Yes. Yeah. E hobby from Transformers collection. And, and then Dion was a cup. Uh, I'm sorry. A, a wheelie repaint. Yep. I mean, this one is definitely um, a lot better than any of them. Like, just like the paintwork on it is really nice. Like the fact that the chest, like this little you know blue chest with the yellow, like just all of it really pops. The one thing that's a little bit weird is the fact that, you know, he comes with the same cup accessories. So it's just weird that he gets this, like, I don't know. It's supposed to be a walkie-talkie, I suppose. No, it's not. It's an Energon goodie dispenser with an Energon goodie sticking out of it. Yeah, right. Oh, you mean there it's supposed to be walkie-talkie? It's not a walkie. It's, that's an Acor Energon goodie. According to the box, it. I think it was a walkie-talkie or something. I don't know. Which he's a worker, know. right? Like, he's a guy yeah, with a job yeah. just having a snack. That doesn't he's, seem weird to me. Yeah. He's a dock worker. Having a snack. Having a snack. So. Yeah. But yeah, like this is almost like a um, purplish blue, I guess. Um, 
I don't know. It's it's a lot of a different shade of blue than we've gotten on. It's pretty purple, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Very muted blue. Um, so yeah, it's it's really cool. Like even though I've gotten, you know, again, this is my like fourth or fifth um, one. I, you know, I like this one the best. So it's it's one of those incremental improvements that uh, I'm a sucker for. So. I love how they've incremental improved that mold because the first release of that mold as cup actually made me think it was a bad mold because I thought it was like, oh, that the overall effect was ugly. It was like his head, his eyes were dead and the colors were off and just, oh, it didn't look good. And then they repainted it in Buzzworthy with, you know, paint on the windshield and gave him eyes and, you know, made him look a little more alive. And I was like, oh, okay. That mold is okay, but now done up in bright colors and well detailed. Now I see it in Lucas's hand. I'm like, oh, actually, I think that mold is just downright good. <laughs> I just think the decos were were poop, and then okay, and now we get a good deco on it. Yeah, and, and I think Anna, to your point, yourself. with all the the versions of this mold and so rapidly. That's one of the reasons why I decided to sell my version of Orion Packs. I really like the Power of the Primes Orion Packs. I know it's kind of funky the way like you, you can't display him and the big Optimus body at the same time. You know, oh, that's fine. Um, but you know, I really, I, I really feel like the the two back to back Studio Series cups and then Buzzworthy cup, and, and that that such minor incremental improvement that they did with that just soured me so much that this when I saw him again. Oh, it's it's Orion packs from Cup. Oh, and it's the Cup we just got two versions of. Like, thanks Hasbro. Like, sarcastically, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it, but I'm gonna sell it. So you still get your money, but whatever. I'll show you. EB will get us 14, percent and they'll be happy. <laughs> I really like the gimmick from the Power of the Primes one too. I just think it's it's. It does, it's not perfect, and there's you know plenty of things to criticize about it. But I think it's a fun gimmick. I would have, yeah. as as a ten year old, I would have been like, "What?" Would have been great. Yeah, and the I evil know, version is so much. You know, the Nemesis Prime version, where it's like this. They gave him that evil head, and it's like, oh, he's just he's he's creepy little, you know, Orion Pax, you know, Nemesis Pax, whatever his name was. I like that one so much. I don't use it as that. I use it as my own thing, but it's so pretty. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, who wants to go next? Oh, yeah. Ron just pointed out that so far we've showed two things that are actually still available for purchase. Wow. You're doing pretty good That's for once. Well, this I will follow that. I will follow that trend and go next. And not only will it be something that is still for purchase, but it will break up this Hasbro monotony. Ooh, what do you got? Small, cheap, and affordable. Mm. Dr. Wu Slam Dance. Ooh. It is nice. It 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 is a beautiful little figure. Most of the transformation feels very reminiscent of the of the old original, except now we've got like ankle tilt, uh, surprisingly wrist swivel. You know, you can't hold no port to hold a peg or to, to hold a, an item, but those wrists sure do pivot. And he's just an absolutely gorgeous little figure in both of his modes too. 
and you can't really uh, see the the vehicle modes as well. Oh, you got the the alternate deco too. I did. Yes, I had to get. I had to. Their cassetticons are like Pokemon. They, I have to have every one of them, which means. And I know how you play Pokemon Go, so yeah, you you do you you are adamant about that. Yeah, yeah, and you know they look good together too. If you get both of the Doctor Wu's sets. Now, where can we get these? Because those do look really nice. Uh, TF Safari, Shozi, both are good okay. sources. Okay. Like, and Peter's been triggered. <laughs> oh, I was looking for the the Gen One colored set at the show, and and was immediately discouraged. And went and talked to the TF Source guys, and they're like, "What? Where? Where?" Oh okay. no, they're that was a bummer. Because uh, I got mine like the original one or whatever that they released of the Doctor Wu cassettes. Like I got those from Chosen Prime. So. And they'll be at the usual vendors. They're just at the unusual vendors right now. I was, I remember before I went to TFCon and I was talking to Catherine and I told her, oh, I'm going to go get mine at TFCon. I'm going to pick up my Dr. Wu set there. And when I got there, it was like, actually, you're not going to do that because they're not here. It's too bad. Yeah. You felt wrong. Oh. The look looks great, though. But yeah, it's nice to get updated versions of, you know, the cassettes because, like, Keith did the cassettes, like, years and years ago. It was, like, one of the first things that they did. But, I mean, we haven't really seen, like, some of these cassettes in, you know, whatever representation for for a long time. They fit in very well with all of the other MP-scaled, both official and third-party from, from over the years. So they help complete that collection of all the cassetticons if that's something you know, you're, you're going for like other normal people obviously no i think they actually look they they do look okay with the mp ones even though they're actually more for cybertron scale you know these are scaled to the new guys not to the mps um they is... do they do match up with the mps because the mps are pretty much the same scale as the siege there, there's such a small difference but the tape modes are smaller. Yes. The, yeah. Yeah. I have one of each on the desk. No, I do not. Our little flat figures are harder to display here. But the tank yeah, mode is adorable. The tank mode is very cute. The jet is very. They're just. They're a lot better than you expect them to be. They they tab in just right. They're they're. They're just adorable. And they look good in these. I think these were supposed to be the shattered glass alternative colors in all of the other sets they've done. One has been black, one has been shattered glass, and then one the regular. So and, and how presumably that's the, re the theme for this G.I. Joe laden set. What's the retail on this? The 20 bucks? Uh, like around, it's 40, I thought, I think it was 46 for the two, for the two pack okay. of the black and the green one. Um, probably like 26, 25 for slam dance somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. How's the plastic quality? Great. No, no problems at all. Um, 
no sharp edges, no problems transforming. They feel comfortable. Nothing feels like it's going to break or loose. The joints are nice and tight. At zero complaints. They're all, they are all three fantastic figures. Dr. Wu kicks ass with small stuff. You know, I have a bunch of the yes. really small Dr. Wu figures from recent times, the sub legends. And they just like, they know how to make a figure that is fun and playable, but still feels like it has more going for it at that size than you would ever get from Hasbro. You know, like it's not over-engineered like a new age figure where it's really complicated and difficult. It's like still made simple and fun and playable, but they're just smaller. They go with your other normal toys. I think they're great. They're also they sturdy enough to survive a one-foot fall. <laughs> You, know, you guys were just talking about scale, and Zaldron's talking about scale in, in, in the chat. And I think the thing with, with um, Beast Box and Slam Dance is that I don't think they really ever appeared much, and they're, they're weird combiners. So what, what is their scale? Like there, there's nothing to really grade it against. So, yeah, you could throw them in with your mainline generations. You could throw them in with your MP. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe he's like a quarter of an inch too big or too small. Like, compared to what? Uh, well, here's MP Enemy. Yeah, so that's one cassette is a little bit taller than two cassettes combined, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's not really showing on the the regular show. You may have to like move those kind of over further. Oh yeah, yeah Enemy the, is yeah. off screen. There we go. There we go. Now, Enemy is what is that? The fans' toys? No, that's the oh, official MP. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, all right. Now like, I can see that. Wait, they, made, they made tapes in, in Masterpiece? I didn't, don't recall this. They are the only MPs I own. <laughs> well, not quite, but close, pretty close. And honestly, like, even if, even if you want to make the argument, well, that seems a little too small, your other option is the KFC cassette combiners. And those are kind of, eh. yeah, they're, they're okay. They just are not stable at all. They're showing their age. Kind of a bummer for them. So really, your only, really, your only choice if you want this character is this version or the old the siege one that was just a repaint of um, Battle Trap or Flywheels rather. Yep. And this one is much better. Or I actually have the G1 version on the shelf downstairs and it actually still looks good. It's a G1 toy, but it's still right. pretty. Yeah. Arms don't move. I mean, you can you can go outward, but... And yet, yes, Wait. Zoltron is right. Dr. Wu should do yeah. all the cassettes. I agree I with that. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, disagree. I, I agree with that, too. Because I wish someone you would do all the cassettes. But, like, Hasbro, I mean, at that that cheaper price point, the way that they've done them just is not like what we really want. I feel like this is what we want, you know, like the art, the level of articulation you get with this. It's just like well, good thing. You're going to get an incremental improvement for $12 instead of half of that with rumble. Yay. Yeah, the rumble thing is another example of, Hey, we did this two years ago and it was really bad and we know it, but you bought it. Cool. Here's a little bit better. And you're going to buy it. 
Right. Also, it, it's important to note that um, thank, thanks to Toy Hacks, you can now get your own uh, mercenary symbols for them too. Okay. They don't come with a mercenary faction logo. I think that's because of your letter writing campaign, Catherine. I know, I know you had a letter writing campaign to Toy Hacks for that. I, I needed the I needed those mercenary emblems. It makes your collection a lot more unique. I like it a lot. So that's my share. Not a big expensive gonna, oof, but it's a cool oof. And when you yeah, add all exactly. three together, it's reasonably big. It's actually all three of those together. It's the same as Bumblebee. So it's really just par for the course. And Bumblebee and that Orion pack slash Alpha Triumph pack is about the same price. So everyone is hitting the same area. I, I just want to say one more thing off that real quick. The next thing I want Dr. Wu to make is Ravage. Because the Maidline Ravage mm -hmm. is such a poop that... That if they, okay, so if they release a $12 version of that Ravage with toes and better paint, it will still be horrible. So Dr. Weird just needs to take it over, fix it. I think be it's hilarious. really bad with the, oh, the best Ravage toy that we've gotten was the one that came with a pack-in with Hound, what, 10, 12 years ago? <laughs> mm -hmm. You aren't wrong. Yeah. The masterpiece is still really good. It's decent. It's decent. There's the Com the compared yeah. to the the hound pack from classics. The, that yeah, that's better. The masterpiece is better. Right. But don't don't sleep on the uh, although non transforming, the one that came with uh, Baroness in the San Diego Comic Con GI Joe crossover set. That that's a beastly little uh, ravage right there. I wish he was articulated, but he looks fantastic. Yeah, I and like also USB ravage. Don't, USB Ravage is good too. I broke the tail right out of the box on mine. So, so Ooh, good. I'm gonna have to disagree with with Zaldron on that. This one, the best Ravage is gonna be the Takara MP cassette version. But what about the data discs, you guys? Data disc Ravage. <laughs> it's like a little Bakugan. <laughs> Pops into kitty mode. I remember getting that. And I stopped collecting Transformers for a while. Going <laughs> <laughs> over. See, the one thing I don't like about the MP is is how how his face does that, and you can see that seam line right down the face where it just splits in half. That's that's my biggest complaint about the uh, the MP uh, Takara version. I hated that MP for so long before I learned it had a nose. I didn't learn it had a nose until I started having Transformers friends. Yeah, that's, I think we both learned it at the same time. It was like, oh my gosh, he has a nose? See, I just assumed you loved it, Anna, because you're like, oh, it has two heads now. So. <laughs> it had no nose. A kitty that can't smell is not a kitty at all. Yeah, just split the head in half and you know, paint them yellow. There's your center twin. Right. There's your MP center twin. I, I'm not ready yet. Oh, you're not ready? Alright. I have a box. I have this box. I haven't touched it yet. It's from Japan. It's sealed. It, it's not going to be in price point. It's not anything that's available. No, it's, are you going to have a like live unboxing of like something crazy, Peter? They're like, this is, maybe, this, is I don't, what we, this is why we had you on. So many boxes have shown up lately. I've got a stack of them, and none of them are labeled as to what's inside. I don't know which box this is. 
it could be awesome treasures yeah. of generation one madness or it could be utter trash that i've been buying for lines that no one gives a shit about except me so we're doing a combination of tfylp our main show ouch slash oof my wallet microcasters and now cut the tape with peter yeah there you go oh Perfect. cut the peter all right, if so was, I guess you could have done this on Halloween. It could have been the Frankenstein episode. I'll go ahead and go while Peter's opening his box. How about that? So, Which already went all right, Pack. Oh, I, well, that didn't really count. Like, it was like half a figure. I was going to show off point blank. Um, oh. And you show that off because no one else has that. Everyone else is staying. Yeah. I, I happened to get it in from, uh, you know, somebody. So anyway, so the uh, we got a little target master here, Anna. How about that? Yeah, it's so weird how they decided to make target masters bad. I just don't get it. What? This is great. Oh he come on! Okay. And everything. So that is battle a piece master of crap. target masters have been good, right? Like they weren't as good as I felt they should have been for a six dollar price point, but they're good. And then that is like, hey, here's a G1 target master. Welcome back. I kind of mm-hmm. like it. So I weird. Like G1, you know, I don't know. I, I enjoy G1 Target Masters, but I would rather have the more modern stuff. Yeah. You can't give me the good stuff and take it away. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Not going so, back to that. So I will say that this point blank that, you know, seeing all the pictures online, I'm like, oh, this is going to be crap and all that. I actually really like it. I, it, I like it a lot more than what I thought I was going to. Like, vehicle mode, like, looks pretty spot on. Like That vehicle mode looks great. All this yeah, stuff. vehicle mode does look good. And the transformation is unique. And, like, I don't know. I know at this point, like, in Legacy or whatever, you're getting all these, like, repaints all over and over and over. So, like, getting a fresh new mold is, like, oh, this is exciting um, type of thing. So, like, it is... It is a cool figure. I I enjoy it. So I know Anna, you probably like hate the way. Uh, is it this good? Is it as good as this one? Does oh. it look just like this? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, but that's like, a three hundred dollar toy so. now, Anna. This is a this is a mini masterpiece here. So. Oh, so. So, so the one thing that's kind of annoying is is the like the little side skirt guys whatever like pop off like especially when you're transforming it um the g1 but, toy did that too well there you go see it's reminiscent <laughs> they, they built it in yeah oh zaldron says to put it in a bot mode and, and say it with a straight face i mean i think for 20 bucks it's not bad that much delicious coffee days but that was slightly more whatever 20 two five i don't know how much is a deluxe now lucas has it like that he doesn't have to worry about math anymore it's just living that life <laughs> right the deluxe is just flow but yeah i don't know i mean i think it's cool like i'm never gonna get that make toys one and there's nothing i don't know the thing that's hard with that is is like they didn't make all the you know uh, various target masters and, and whatever. So I don't know. Like it just, it doesn't really go with the rest of my, 
Make Wait, noise forever. is going to be spinning back up any of these days. I'm telling you, with this magical face, you be patient. Okay. Sure, Peter. We'll, we'll talk after the show. I just got this one because it was a really beloved childhood toy for me. But if it wasn't, I, did, I still don't know if I would get that one. Like, it's still just, I don't know. It's a hard sell for me. I got the Make Toys one when no one wanted it, and it was on clearance. I think it had a second run at one point, and it just kind of sat around 2015, 2016. And I picked it up for like 80 bucks. Or the knockoff had just come out, and so everyone was super discounting the official. Some, mm. Something along those lines. I got both him and the uh-huh. hardhead. Well, rather, Lady Destron got both him and the hardhead and gifted them to me. But they were cheap. See, I don't remember that. I don't remember him ever getting that cheap. I, I, God, that must have been a short window because it just went from like, sure. you know, like a hundred thirty dollar toy, which was a little out of my price range at the time, to all of a sudden I was like, yeah, it's a two hundred dollar toy. Oh no, it's a three hundred dollar toy, and it's like, where's your house mortgage? Because that's what's gonna take to get you this toy. I got it for retail, like after the Peter period that he talked about, where it went cheaper. It came yeah. back to retail for a minute. And I just said, screw it. I want a really nice third-party toy. That was back when I only had a couple. Like, it's the same person. Goodbye, Sanity. So, Lucas, how did you you score that so early? Uh, There there was a certain certain person that... uh, A certain uh, toy shop online that uh, got him in. Dating Claws. I don't know if he wants us to talk about it on the show. Yes, business is often when their stores are mentioned. I mean, you could mention the name of the business, not necessarily the person who who is behind the business. Uh, so so I got this from Collecticon Toys. So I just like saying it was from the mysterious benefactor, but Collecticon works too. Well, thank you, Collecticon. Look how amazing! Look how amazing this. Bot mode. See, look, you know, got the got the hollow in the back. So, but yeah. Like, so, okay. what do you think of him? Do you like him? I no, I I do actually like the figure. Again, it's it's a twenty dollar figure, not or twenty five, whatever it is. Um, you know, not the three hundred dollar Mink Toys one. Um, it's definitely not a masterpiece or even a mini masterpiece, but. I think it's cool. Like it's it's good enough to be my you know point blank representation in my shelf. So yeah, I just I'm... I honestly I don't think every figure has to be a complete winner. You know, like if they're putting on so many Transformers now, to keep all of them from being exactly the same, they have to take risk and try something different sometimes. So I'd almost rather we occasionally got ones I don't like. As long as they're trying new things. I am super grateful that it's a completely new mold because my assumption was based on uh, the punch counter punch from a couple of years ago that they were just going to tweak the head on that and eliminate the second bot mode and be like, look, it's good enough. And that wouldn't have been good enough. Yeah. So. Yeah, because his his teammate was remolded from from Siege Ironhide slash Ratchet and that that doesn't hold up to snuff. Like I'm like looking now that point when they announced point blank, I'm like, Oh, should I go back and get crosshairs? And I'm like, 
no, it doesn't. It doesn't do it for me. Even with people who've done like the add-on kits to give us the big fat tires, it's just it's not the same. It's not that big chunky off-road Cybertronian, uh, you, you know, vehicle. But this this guy nails that vehicle mode very very nicely. And to me, that's always been one of my favorite alt modes is point and planks, just sports car, race car, Cybertronian thing. It's got that '80s retro future sci-fi yes. look you know that a lot of a lot of properties had that in the 80s and it yeah. just it it boom and it's a cool robot on top of it yeah beauty like i just like imagine him and hot rod just drag racing through cybertron <laughs> but but yeah i don't know i mean i i think it, i well, like what do you guys think as far as the looks i think it looks fine but- the hips are funky. I agree yeah, with the complaints around uh, the hips. Yeah. I, I don't have them yet, but but just from you holding them there, it's like yeah, those hips are are bizarre. But I mean, and the the gun thing, I, I you know I get that the other guns we've gotten recent Target Masters have been better articulated, but they've also made it so that you're paying like above Voyager class prices for for one toy and. and two blasters two target masters so i'll 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 keep it a deluxe price point for the you know less articulated target master gun i mean that's the thing you know holding this figure in hand like he actually feels pretty like heavy uh you know for deluxe like there's a fair amount of plastic in here and then considering that there is a target master i realize it's essentially a g1 target master um, but like, I don't know. I think the value is there at, at this. Like I, it, like this feels almost kind of like reminiscent of like the iron hides and, and ratchets more than some of the other figures that we get. So it, it is interesting though, Lucas, when you turn him to the side, like he is, he is not a toy that you look at from any other angle. Like the right. side, he's like, there's no depth to him. It's almost like a two dimensional figure, right. you know, just in terms of how, how skinny he is from from chest to back. You guys are throwing a lot of hate his way, but I think his, his I think he looks perfect. The the original figure had a tiny, 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 tiny torso, and these huge shoulders and arms that yes. hung straight down from the wheels. He was awkward looking. I loved him. There we go. Yeah. But and he has goofy hips. He has goofy right, hips. Right, They're not right. articulated, but there they are. Uh, his head is the perfect blend of that with that with that feather in the forehead. That the uh, the Marvel comics and the cartoon the U.S. cartoon had, as well as some some fusing of the original toy slash how he looked in the Japanese uh, series where he's called Blanker and he had just a different a different look different head model. I I think that figure captures damn near perfectly exactly what I want out of a point blank. And Peacemaker his arms don't move and that sucks. Someone will come out with a Peacemaker that doesn't yeah. suck at some point. I can deal with it. I mean, yeah, I apologize if I'm making it sound like I hate on him. I, I, I very much am looking forward to that toy. I I feel like, again, just like in hand, it's a lot more fun and it's a lot more than like what I was expecting based on like kind of what we got online. I haven't like messed with the Skullgren yet. Like I know people have said that they have not really enjoyed him as much, but like this figure, I actually think he's kind of the winner of the wave. Personally. Lucas, would you say he's more than meets the eye? <laughs> Winner of the wave—that's quite a statement. It is. 
Actually, 1987 like... was more, much more than meets the eye. Just so you know, <laughs> just Phil, you know. I don't want to like everything. Like, because liking everything is very expensive. So I'm okay with the fact that that doesn't rock my world. Oh, I guess it isn't really end. that bad. I, like, I, I can pick on it. Yet, so. But, anyway. Who's the fourth one in that wave, then? So, uh, it's uh, Crankcase, Dead End, Point Blank, and Skullgrim. Oh, Crankcase. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I'll wait till he's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See that makes sense, Anna, because he he took over, you know, Bombers being the vampire, you know, Transformer has taken over the zombie Bumblebee. Right. He's this vampire blood transfusion to take it. Yeah. In issue yeah. seventy-five of the original Marvel comic, Bombers died manning a large cannon. That's how he goes out. Stills the bubble drone and So you're saying he died as he there. He got stepped on by a god. Ray, next time someone asks you if you're a god, say yes. So, Peter, what, now that uh, we've given you a little time, do you what do you have to show off? In 1987, when the original Machine Robo Revenge of Kronos series ended, a number of the characters were spun off into their own OVA series while a number of other characters went on to the sequel series, which was called Battle Hackers. The OVA series was a departure from Machine Robo Revenge of Kronos. This is all robot-related to a point. Um, And the OVAs weren't well-received, and they changed the the format a whole lot, and then they changed it even more, and that was the end of any media for Machine Robo for a long time. So... There were soundtracks uh, that came with the original uh, OVAs, and let's make sure I have them in order. So we've got CDs of the soundtracks. We've got Wolf Sword Legend 1, Wolf Sword Legend 2, Wolf Sword Legend 3, and Lightning Trap, which is the, hey, there are no more robots. We're just girls who solve crimes instead of robots who fight. It, it was a bit of a departure. So I've got these on cassette already. And I've got these on Laserdisc because I'm a psychopath. And now I have them on CD. And they came with all four Obies. So now they're like super complete. I've got all the music. I'm missing. I've got almost all the music. I'm missing two CDs. I'm missing the Battle Hacker CD and the Revenge of Kronos itself CD. But I have each of those on cassette and vinyl. Because, again, psychopath. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that. That's what we got. We got some Machine Robo music. So I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to these, but I'm not expecting to super. Um, it's not it's it's not from the series. That's brilliant. Look, look at that. What? Where are my robots? What is happening here? What about vacation? Interesting transition. There. Listening. It, it is two chibi girls standing at a high top table with a chibi waitress serving them a piece of cake. Those are two boys with the waitress, and, and that's their sister. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, Peter, you're really into, like, lately watching, you've been really into Machine Robo stuff, right? 
So what do you think of the the recent Uni Turbo? I am not into those. <laughs> they are so weird. They're cute and weird and fun, but I am not into buying them. They don't have a spot on my Machine Robo shelf as of yet. Uh, just like Machine Robo Rescue and Mugenbine, they're not what I'm after. I heard oh, yet. Bad dinosaur. Rejected the Machine Robo life. I need to get that and put it up as a Christmas decoration. Yes, the tree is an excellent Christmas decoration by itself. It's a good little plastic tree. Yeah. It's true. It's getting time to put the holiday toys out. Ron said between Catherine's uh, cassette talk and Peter's uh, CD discussion, we're going to do a vintage music (laughs) podcast. There you go. Well, the the question is is whether or not you actually have the players still to play CDs or cassettes or laser discs or and laser yes discs. we do. Because yeah. again, psychopaths. Wait, wait. Cassette player. Yeah, I'm good. Go. <laughs> yeah, I'm and sure those those little machine robo things, whatever, like that. Like, whenever I saw that, I mean, I immediately had to send that to you and Christian and be like, you guys are getting all of these, right? And I, I think Christian's in it to, to get all of them, right? Like, you, have you been kind of picking and choosing or have you gotten all I've been picking and choosing and I think I'm done. Like, they are, they're neat. Like, I love the idea. They're neat. But they are... Like, as much as I complained about BotBots being kind of sort of stationary and not really toys I play with, these are even more so, and they're enormous. So BotBots are little and simple, and I don't play with them. These take up some massive-ass shelf space. You know, this, again, this is not a small tree. This is a deluxe-sized tree that combines with the taxi to form a big dinosaur. And this is one of the smaller ones. That so, that yeah. whole line, you, you can tell right around like when they booted up Machine Robo Rescue, they switched design teams from the regular, well, I mean, from the early '80s Bandai guys to the Power Rangers Bandai team, and they've got that chunky, fun for kids, but not for for Peter's aesthetic. That's yeah. It's just so crazy. Anna's transforming it now. And, like, the back of the taxi connects to the base of the tree, and then you fold out the arms and the feet, and it it works surprisingly well. It, it looks like a Carosaurus thing that you'd see at a, you know, demolition derby slash monster truck rally in terms of the, the, the dinosaur's head shape. If I give this to a late toddler, this would be a great thing to get them into Transformers. You know, like the the snapping motion would be really cool to them. It would turn from one thing to another, but it's not complicated. It would be really neat. But adult collector, it's kind of a weird thing to have. You need a little bit more weird, though. Weird is fun. Oh, yeah. I don't have enough weird in my collection. You're right. I really need to diversify. I'm just saying we as a a collector base need, need a little more weird. Some of us have, some right. do better than others. Got it up weird. Arr. 
That's your go-to weird for like the last year, Anna. Oh no! Oh, my weird is getting repetitive. Uh -oh. oh, my heart. It's not good. Jeez. Okay, shuffle weird. That's on the list for tonight. All right, folks. Well, um, we got six more rounds to go. So if you guys need a bathroom break and need some food, <laughs> go ahead and get something because this, this is this, this is been a nice little. This has been a nice little balanced exactly. podcast. We had we we had Hasbro Rare, Hasbro um, Hasbro New, Hasbro Weird, third party, and Machine Robo Music. That's that is a nice spread. I do appreciate That's Peter bringing the interesting things. So yeah, it's cool. I didn't even know those existed before tonight. So myself. But, uh, yeah. I, I've not been collecting the Machine Robo soundtrack, so there you go. Man, honestly, it looks like we're all having a lot of fun with what we all have tonight. Love my cassette account. Personally, it was a bummer when I had to share the Super 7 Ultimate and be like, you know, not only is this mediocre, I also hate it. <laughs> and I have it. Right. And just because I can, random thank you to uh, my new birthday present that came today. Oh, nice. Pretty. Little slipstream action. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Flock of Seekers for that one. What company is that? Iron Factory. Factory. Okay. It's uh, Shrike's one, Feather. Right? Yeah. It's a little one. But Flock of Seekers got you Shrike's Feather. That seems appropriate. And it's Slipstream. I do love Slipstream. She's so cute. I've got this many more items. <gasps> oh, there we go. Peter right. is holding up a package of flat green paper envelope things that, uh, yeah. You're a translator. Thank you. More CDs and or instructions or books from the looks of it. No idea. They yeah, probably books. They, they feel pretty flat. Yeah, Not toys. They don't look thick enough to be toys. They could be they could be smash toys. They could be toys like we send to Nick when we want him to sell our stuff for us, and we just sell them, send him smash toys and <laughs> envelopes. They could be Kit Kats. No, they're not flat enough to be Kit Kats. We got some packaging, some some more packaging inside. I'm gonna unpack while you guys work on your next round. Oh. I well, I didn't actually think we were going to do another round. Are we going to do, like, did you guys have other stuff? I, I figured. Uh, we're we're, we're, we're 90 minutes in. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. If, if you make me do another round, I'm going to go on for 45 minutes straight about Impossible Toys mini cars. Wow. I'm going straight to DC and Mocha with boxes. 45 minutes of that, too. 45 minutes of Impossible Toys. 45 minutes of Robo Boobs. I am interested, though, the random things that Peter's pulling out of boxes. So. <laughs> yeah. What was that he just that pulled out? A cassette? It's a cassette that has the intro to Beast Wars Neo on it, among other um, among other things from 1999. <sighs> wow. And oh, it my has God. I haven't seen a cassette with that format in forever. Is it a single? It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's all, it's a bunch of, it's like, it looks like a Bomberman show and some other stuff. Uh, what was that 
anime? I used to know the name of these things. Where's Surge? Anyway, but yeah, Beast Wars Neo. They've got a Even picture Stuart of Stampy. This uh, orphan, orphan, orphan. I think it's just called Orphan. Is the name orphan? of this anime? Sorcerer's yeah. Stabber. And, hmm? It's like Sorcerer's Stabber Orphan. That's Something like that. Yeah. And then Stampy's on the cover, and then there's a couple Bomberman-looking dudes. I don't know what this is, but yeah, it's a cassette, and it, it's it's got eight tracks according to the back, and freaking neat. Now I have that for whatever reason. Because my Beast Wars yeah. Neo collection needed it. I'm glad I'm not your financial advisor. <laughs> Speaking of, I need to talk to you. <laughs> no, stay away. You're, I don't think like, any of us have financial maybe, advisors. Maybe you could ever. be his financial advisor. I need one. Just stop. Peter, stop. Please stop. <laughs> my financial advisor would have told me to send back all Striker Bumblebee when I was considering it. And my uh, financial advisor would have been wrong. There you go. So. But you're not buying cassette tapes of Japanese anime. Things. How do you know I'm not? Maybe my other podcast is the Japanese anime cassette podcast. All right. <laughs> Bye. So Ron wants to see the kiss player that you picked up from TFCon, but didn't we show that off? Or I thought you showed that off. Uh, so I was going to, if we did two rounds tonight, I was going to do it and say I was doing two sets of kiss players because I had Melissa X Convoy and uh-huh. here I have, you know, Stalker X Bubblebee uh-huh. kiss, make him stronger. But I didn't do that joke because you we were just going to do one round. Yeah. Next time we do one of these, I'll I'll actually have Melissa open and show off Melissa X Convoy. I haven't opened it yet because I had that like I had that foolish moment where I was like, maybe I'll leave this one in the box. But gosh, I just don't enjoy toys when they're in the box. Right. Even when the box is pretty. Gotta free them. All right. Well, with that, thank you guys for joining me tonight. Uh, and thank you to everyone in the chat. Uh, thanks to Daniel and Ron. Thanks to uh, Zaldron. And uh, mentioned Book Club this week is going to be Lost Lights 13 and 14. You're finally getting back to Lost Light. Yay! It's exciting. So that's going to be Sunday night. I said read again. Sunday night at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central on the TF Talk Discord. I started reading again last week as Bumblebee came back. I thought it was worth my time. There you go. So, all right. Well, thank you guys. Um, And uh, Rick hasn't sent me a cut the tape this week, so I don't know if there will be or not. So we'll see. But anyway, uh, I guess that's it. And we will. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. (laughs) 